What's up guys, I'm Josh Mosman and welcome to our 2023 Yamaha YZ450 tested video from Motocross Action Magazine. We are at the goat farm, formerly Ricky Carmichael's goat farm. Now it's the Star Racing Yamaha goat farm and we are having a blast checking out this brand new bike and I am very excited to ride it today and explain to you guys all about the new bike in this video. Yamaha went all new, top to bottom. There's very few parts on this bike that transition from the 2022 model over to the 2023 model right away it looks exotic the first picture that you see online takes some time to get used to but now after seeing pictures of it for a few months and actually seeing it here in person in cairo georgia it's an exotic looking bike and i think i like the look of it now but definitely took some time to get there yamaha went and really took all of our complaints and worked on them and we're very proud of them it's been 25 years of four strokes 450 models uh, well it really started with a 400 model but and now they have this brand new motorcycle there's a lot of things that we complained about last year's bike but it was a great model. Star Racing Yamaha, since they took over the 450 effort, Dylan Ferrandez, he won the 2021 Outdoor National Championship, and then Eli Tomac, he was dominant in the 2022 season, winning Supercross, Outdoors, and winning the Motocross of Nations with Team USA. So Yamaha's been very successful in the pro racing scene with last year's bike, but we've been very critical of a lot of things about that bike. Thankfully for us, they addressed a lot of those things. So starting things off, the engine is all new. Lighter is the big thing that we can about this bike was very heavy at 238 pounds. They claim that this motorcycle has dropped over five pounds on the scale. So we're excited to get it back to California to see if it's more or less from that. They also changed the bodywork. We complained that this bike was too wide. They made it 50 millimeters thinner at the shrouds, also six millimeters thinner at the fuel tank. We complained about how compact it was with the foot pegs being too close to the seat, the seat being too thin and also kind of scooping down a little bit too much. Now the new seat is flatter, less of a scoop down. The new seat is thinner and the new seat is also I believe five millimeters taller foot pegs they've dropped down five mil and back five mil they've addressed a lot of the issues that we complained about and a lot more updates on this bike so long story short we are very excited to ride it thankful to Yamaha for having us out here and I'm excited to explain to you guys what's new on this bike and also explain to you guys how it works on the track We have finally got to ride the 2023 Yamaha YZ450F and man, it was an amazing day here at the Star Farm, as I like to call it, or the Goat Farm. The track was incredible. I don't know what I was more excited for. I was excited for riding this track or riding this bike, but both did not disappoint. So right off the top, the YZ450 in the past was not my favorite bike. It was cramped, it was heavy, it was wide, big, and bulky. A few different things on the bike that, just to kind of explain a little bit about the YZ450 in the past, they used 10 bolts to get the rear fender on. Now that's been slimmed down to six. Made the shrouds much more slim. They've lowered the foot pegs and dropped them back, raised up the seat. A lot of differences on this bike to make it more opened up, more of a standard cockpit, something that's uh, gonna be more comfortable for a wide range of riders. By far, cockpit was fixed. I was very happy with how it was today. Going off of that, then you get into the engine. Yamaha has been known for their backward facing engine. They brought it out in 2010. And since then, it's been hard to 
figure out its handling characteristics. It's always had great suspension. Kaoba suspension with the SSS forks have been second to none. We've never complained about the Yamaha suspension, but just the fact that they had to move so many things around to flip that engine to lean it backwards so that it's a backwards leaning engine. The changes they had to make was one bonus was that the intake came in from the top, the air filters up in front of the fuel tank. That's a bonus for getting power to the 450 engine. As far as handling goes and just the overall cockpit of the bike, it was something that took a long time to get used to. Still got the front facing intake. They still got the downdraft intake going into the engine. Still got the backwards facing engine. Everything inside of the engine has basically changed. The frame is all new. That's something I didn't mention at the beginning of the video. Although this frame looks identical to last year's frame, it's actually all new. Every aspect of the frame has been adjusted. The main direction for the frame is that they went to be a little bit stiffer and to get a little more rigidity out of it to get a little more balance in the chassis. They also had to lower the top frame rail uh, 10 mil and that was the biggest change. So that made more room for the dome air filter that they have at the front now and also caused them to make a new fuel tank which actually still has the same capacity in it. So a lot of changes on the YZ450F and I gotta tell you guys, it's only our first day of riding and yes, we're riding an amazing track here at the Carmichael Farm. So maybe my opinion will be a little different when we get it back home to Southern California, get it back to Glen Helen, get it back to our dirt dyno where we're comfortable testing bikes back to back. But overall today, this thing was a lot of fun to ride. So talking about that engine, it still has the same YZ450F power. It is much smoother and much easier to ride. And the biggest thing I noticed with the power was the transmission. You guys have followed motocross action on our YouTube channel and by reading the magazine and checking out the website, you would know that we got to ride Antonio Caroli's Red Bull KTM just a few months ago. And I got to ride that bike. I spent a lot of time on it, had a lot of fun on it. And one thing about his factory KTM transmission, second and third gear just pulled so long. Unique ratio that they have for Antonio Carole for the factory riders, even for Star Racing Yamaha and the 250 and 450 side, they all have factory transmissions. And what they do is they're able to pull longer. And that's what I felt that this stock YZ450F transmission did for me today. I could go down to first gear, second gear, third gear, and no matter what the extra 500 RPM this engine has now, allowed it to pull longer and just the ratio that the transmission has, it, it pulled forever and I was very, very impressed. So yes, I was hitting first gear in some of the tighter corners, but it was very easy to hit second gear in the tightest corners and even hit third gear a few times, although I didn't need it. The bike is plenty fast and pulls plenty long in second gear. That's really where I felt most comfortable. It did not bog and it didn't have any hesitation, even if you're lugging it in third gear. So that's one huge plus. Honda introduced their CRF 450 back in 2021. We had a lot of ECU issues and we've still had issues issues in 2022 on that bike and you had to shift a lot down low and if you tried to lug it through the corner in second or third it would be kind of blubbery coming out of the corners but with this bike man we can lug second and third and it just picks up right away super clean quick revving coming out of the corner so also the the sound that you get riding a Yamaha 450 just those bikes are extremely loud especially having the intake right in front of the seat this bike still has the same YZ450F sound but it's a little bit a little bit nicer on your ears at least it was for me today so that was a positive. And then 
talking about the chassis and just how it handles. The suspension is definitely stiff on this bike. And I was very intrigued to find out that they actually set the sag at 95 for us. So they started out at 97, then we went to 95, tried to mess around with it, went all the way to 102, which is more of a traditional sag for us on a Yamaha. We've, we've ran 102, 105 on YZ450Fs in the past, but today I actually felt much better at the 95 mark. So even a little bit taller in the rear end than what they set us up with this morning. So that was something that it was funny. Travis Preston, Yamaha R&D test rider, he didn't want to tell us what sag number we were running until the end of the day. And I guessed it 95 uh, mil in the rear and it honestly worked great for us today. They did put the bars back in the second hole position and that was something that was positive for me today. I didn't feel cramped on the bike at all. If I have any complaints about it, I think that it was a little bit hard to get up on the bike, up on the front of the bike. And that is a problem we had in the past with the super wide shrouds that the Yamaha 450 had. It was still a little bit hard for me to get up on the front today, but I think maybe with a gripper seat cover that'll sit, plant me on the seat a little bit better once we get that back home. And even trying the handlebars in the front position on the triple clamps might be a good thing as well. So a lot of cool stuff about this YZ450. So I already kind of glossed over the updates to this bike at the beginning of the video, but man, there are so many changes to this bike that I definitely didn't even get close to the majority of them. Just rattling off a few things that haven't changed. The front wheel, the rear wheel, the front brakes and rear brakes, those are the same for 2023. The bottom engine mount, it's the same for 2023. The throttle body is the same. The handlebars and the grips are the same. I believe the levers are the same and that's pretty much it. Everything else on the 2023 YZ450 is different and man, do I like it. I, I mentioned it already. I was not a huge fan of the 2022 YZ450F and the previous 12 years of that bike. This bike is all new and I was a big fan of it today here at the Carmichael Farm. Rattling off a few differences and changes to the engine. Obviously the intake is completely new. It's got a new 15 millimeter lower position. It went from a flat air filter to a 3D dome shaped air filter. It also, they don't have the intake ducts on the shrouds anymore. It gets intake from the back side of the air filter. So that should help keep your air filter a little bit cleaner longer. So that's pretty cool. The air boot is also lighter for 2023. Inside of the cylinder head, the valves went from 37 mil to 39 mil. So that is much bigger intake valves inside of the engine, allowing more air to flow into the combustion chamber. The intake volume, it's been increased by 9%. The intake ports, they've been updated. The exhaust ports, they've been updated. The camshafts, they've been updated. The combustion chamber, the piston, and the piston's crown shape have been updated. And the cam chain, so a ton of changes inside of the engine. Crankshaft, it has also been made lighter now. The clutch, now the clutch is something I'm really proud of. Yamaha added a full steel clutch basket with the primary gear made into the clutch basket made out of steel. So this is a complete KTM copy. I know nobody wants to compare Yamaha to KTM. Everybody hates it when we compare other brands to KTM, but yes, KTM has been doing this for a long time. Steel clutch baskets with the primary gear made into the basket and it makes for a much more durable clutch, much more uh, strong clutch. Also added another KTM copy, the coned disc spring or the Belleville washer as KTM calls it. That's uh, replacing the six coil springs that were found on the 2022 YZ450. So it was, Yamaha was actually nice enough to bring out uh, some of their old parts from 22 and some of their new parts for 23. And we got to feel them, look at them, take pictures of them. And you could see how much bigger they had to be with the aluminum basket on the clutch for 22, where the new steel clutch basket is much smaller, much more compact. And I got to tell you guys on the track today, it was only one day of riding, so we're not going to burn up the clutch, but this clutch felt much more durable. I didn't get any uh, clutch slip today and didn't have to adjust the cable clutch at all. So that was something I was very impressed with. Also to note through the GYTR catalog, you'll be able to 
buy a hydraulic clutch accessory and add that on to your 2023 YZ450F. That should be available in March of 2023, and they're shooting for a base price of $300 on that. So that's what they were saying today. Excited to get that hydraulic clutch accessory. And uh, the nice part is that the clutch slave cylinder, it's a one-piece bolt-on part. It'll be easy to swap from cable to hydraulic in the aftermarket. So that's a very nice thing. Also, the transmission, it has been adjusted into a new tri-shaft layout. The transmission is new. Uh, the crank case is a little more compact as well. Big change they made was they changed wet sump to an, a dry sump oil lubrication inside of the engine. So that makes a big difference inside of there as well. Additionally, the starter is all new for 2023. And if anybody has owned a Yamaha 450 or a Yamaha YZ250F, the electric start, yes, it was nice, but it was nowhere near as durable or as good as Honda, Kawasaki, KTM, any of the other brands with electric starts were not as reliable and uh, they would actually make quite a few noises when you're starting up the bike. Now they've uh, eliminated a gear inside of the starter motor to make it sound better on the track and also to make it just much more reliable. So two things we really liked about this bike and engine wise, the clutch was much stronger today and the electric start was much stronger as well. So obviously that was more of a gloss over of the updates done to the engine on the YZ450F for 2023. If you want to see more details on the full press release, you can check out motocrossactionmag.com. Talking about the weight savings on the YZ450F, they've trimmed a lot of weight on this bike. A few of the weight savings came from the new foot peg brackets. They went from steel to aluminum there, and they also uh, lowered weight on the chain guide. The throttle cables lowered weight. The handlebar switches, having less switches on the handlebar now. Well, the on switch is on the right. The off switch is combined into the map suite on the left. So you have uh, your small red button to turn the bike off. Then you have a blue light that you can click it on to get into map two or click it off to stay in map one. A lot of uh, weight saved on the YZ450F and a lot of that was also found in the engine and even on the frame as well. Additionally, the clutch dropped weight, the transmission dropped weight, the crank assembly, the counterbalancer, the stator and the rotor, the coolant passages, the wiring harness, the cylinder and the camshafts, those also helped drop weight on the YZ450, the airbox, the fuel pump and the battery tray as well. So all new system set up for the battery underneath the seat. So a lot of changes on the YZ450F that drop weight and it certainly made the bike handle more nimble on the track. And that's something that we really look forward to about this bike. And something that I was very proud of. Yes, the rear end rides quite a bit taller now with that 95 mil sag, but very comfortable on the track, something that uh, I felt comfortable on right away. For me to say that about a YZ450F is very, very impressive. We actually did have two test riders riding today. MXA's Travis Fant, videographer behind the camera, but he jumped on the bike today and he did get to ride another Yamaha 450 that was equipped with a hydraulic clutch. He actually said that it, it compares with his KTM 450 back home. So that is a positive. Uh, 
note about the hydraulic clutch from the GYTR catalog. Although this isn't maybe the, the final production run and although you can't buy it quite yet for your YZ450F, that is a positive thing to note. Both Travis and I did feel that our boots hang up on the plastic. So that was one of the major hangups. One of the major things that stood out about this bike is when you're whipping it, even if you're just doing a little scrub or you're just kind of moving your legs around on the bike in the air, it's easy to catch the top of your boot on the plastics. I talked to the Yamaha guys today. They said, obviously they haven't had any issues with that yet, but that was something that I did notice and something that uh, I'm gonna have to work on before I get back home. Cause that was definitely sketchy when, you're, when your foot gets caught while you're in the air. Not something that uh, is very confidence inspiring when you're soaring through some of these big jumps they had here at the Carmichael farm. Talking about the new Yamaha Power Tuner app, I was very impressed with it. It was quite a bit easier to use. So all the years previous, the Yamaha Power Tuner app was a little bit too complicated and we would have tons of people come up to me, Jody, Daryl, Dennis, and all the test riders at Glen Helen asking us, hey, can you put the Yamaha TP3 map in our bike? And we, we would tell them, hey, just download the app on your phone. And either one, they didn't have smartphones. Maybe they're a vet rider and older and didn't have an iPhone, but most of them had smartphones, but they just didn't want to deal with the hassle at the track. They didn't want to deal with trying to connect their phone to their bike. And they also didn't know how to set the maps up correctly. I will admit, yes, you still have to connect your phone to your bike. Still a little bit of a hassle, but uh, once you do it, it's fairly easy to do. And this new Yamaha Power Tuner app was certainly easier to use. I personally hate being on my phone at the track. I would much rather be riding or talking with my friends than staring at my iPhone while I'm enjoying the beautiful scenery at the track. I don't like messing around with it. I'd much rather hit buttons or sw swap out couplers, really. Using this new Yamaha Power Tuner app, there's a lot of different things you can mess with. Traction control, launch control, and the best part is is that you don't have to use the same box squares to adjust the maps and adjust the fuel ignition timing. You can just slide the, the slide bar left and right to go to more smooth linear maps or to more aggressive maps. So that was something that was pretty neat and it was definitely easier to connect the maps to the bike today. So thanks to Yamaha for that. I tried the smoothest, slowest, most sluggish map and I tried the most aggressive map back to back and I honestly didn't feel a crazy big difference. Yes, it was smoother off the bottom, but it wasn't a completely new bike. So in one sense, that's good because the new Yamaha 450 Power is pretty smooth and pretty strong and something that I was uh, liking here today. But uh, in another sense, you know, it is sometimes nice and you have a bigger difference between all the way slow and all the way fast. Traction control, that was something that I also didn't notice a massive difference on. But uh, if I was to go racing today, I would go with a smoother map, a little bit smoother than stock because it is so peppy and strong off the bottom end. And I would add a little bit of traction control as well, just to mellow it out and uh, get the bike a little bit easier to ride. But I had a lot of fun riding this YZ450F. Very impressed with the handling of it. Very impressed with the suspension. It is quite a bit stiffer than I remember last year's Yamaha suspension being. So when we get back home and we have less traction, then it's gonna be interesting to see if the 95 mil sag will work back in California. It's also gonna be interesting to see if the forks are gonna to be too stiff or if they're uh, gonna be soft enough when we get back home. So I did go two clicks softer. It was nice that you can adjust the compression by hand on the top of the KYB forks. That was something I did like. Very impressed with the power, very impressed with the cockpit, very impressed with the handling. This bike is getting a double thumbs up for me. One thing I will say about the 2022 YZ450F, it was a very durable bike and it also had great suspension and was a very, uh, I would say balanced and stable motorcycle. It was obviously not my favorite bike. You guys can probably tell from this video. The MXA Wrecking Crew, we like to say that it was an acquired taste. If you rode the Yamaha 450 a lot and you uh, spent the time to get used to it, to get used to its curves, to get used to the compact chassis, to get used to 
to, just the effort that it took to get into the corners and to get out of them, then you would like the YZ450 and, and you would prefer it maybe over some of the other bikes. Back and forth between the different brands like I do, between KTM, Husky, Gas Gas, Honda, Kawasaki and Suzuki, and then get on the Yamaha 450. It was a very different motorcycle to ride, something that for me was hard to turn. I would really have to look for a berm or a rut to bank it off of. I couldn't couldn't really get it steering around flat turns. It was just something that was not a comfortable motorcycle for me. So this new 2023 bike is a much easier to ride bike, something that uh, I definitely prefer over last year's bike, much more friendly, much easier to turn, and uh, something that I think is gonna be a great addition to the full lineup that we have back home. So last year's bike it was an acquired taste if you liked Yamahas you're gonna like this bike still if you didn't like Yamahas I think this bike is gonna be a lot easier for you to get used to so looking forward to getting it back home and putting it up against the rest of the bikes for our 2023 450 shootout I want to say thank you to Yamaha for having us out here for flying the motocross action wrecking crew out here to the star racing Yamaha goat farm it was an amazing track and amazing time we got uh, more videos on our channel where we got the tour the star racing Yamaha race shop and we're also gonna have a tour of the track a little track preview as well so big thumbs up to Yamaha and I'm excited to get this home back to our dirt dyno back to Glen Helen put it up against the KTM the Yamaha the Suzuki the Kawasaki the gas gas all the different bikes that we have and see how it compares right now I'm really liking this bike and uh, excited to get it home thank you guys for watching the video see you in the next one <music>